This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. Everybody, welcome to another board game edition of the MFG Cast. Long time no talk. Yeah, this episode we're calling <laughs> Hodgepodge because we're gonna be just kind of talking about a lot of different things. Not Modgepodge, like the stuff you use for crafts. But oh, Hodgepodge. Only nerds know about Modgepodge. You nerd. I like Modgepodge. I know you do, and I love you. All right, so okay, uh, we're gonna be talking about things like what we've been. Pro- we're going to be talking about what we've been playing recently, adding a new board game. Player uh, to our table. Yeah, for our um, game nights. Gosh, I think we talked about what else we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Did that make sense? But no, I can't think of it, but I'm sure it'll come to us. Yeah. So it'll just be some random topics, but even though it says hodgepodge, believe me, you're going to be entertained. So let's get to it. They're already entertained. They are, always. So what should we start with first? Well, let's talk about uh, the addition of a new player to our board game table. Nice. So we decided, well, actually Tracy decided, we've kind of been talking with a gentleman that actually had done some work to our house, and we came to kind of Is that a question? No, but it's just, I don't know, maybe it sounded like (laughs) it. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah, but we came to know him and felt like he's a really nice guy, and liked a lot of the stuff that we did and stuff like that. And we've hung out with him here and there. And uh, Tracy was like, you need to get him in it playing games with us. And he'd actually talked about playing some games and stuff like that. So we're like, well, you know, let's, let's invite him. And it's been fun to add another board game player to our game nights. And the nice part about it is for some reason, adding him to the, and for some reason, adding him to the mix has kind of brought me back into the swing of things. I mean, I don't know if I will always join Wednesday night game nights, but I think I needed it yeah. back in my life again. Yeah, which is great because a lot of times like me me and Mike are the only two that play on a Wednesday night. And Tracy had been doing it for a long time and then... I know she just kind of. I don't know if you fell off because you just didn't feel like it, or yeah, I don't really know if you had other things in your life. But 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 I think what's kind of cool about it now too. Not that it wasn't fun before incorporating games where we could play with three people because we don't do that very often. Yeah, because it's just me and you typically. But it's cool to be able to play games where we can play with four people. Yeah, which is something we're not used to whatsoever. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, the only time we ever really get to do that ever is if we're at a con almost, you know, or or if we we go to our parents' house or something like that, you know. Yep. 
That's what I was going to say. I'm sorry. That's okay. But, like, even sometimes with that, like, we don't even bring some of our, like, other, like, hobby games into it. A lot of times we'll bring, like, a party game or something like that because some of our harder hobby games, like, our parents and our family, they just, it it might be over their head or it might be something that they're just not into as much as they'd be into some of, like, the... Yeah, they're clo- they're more closed off to learning, whereas... Adding the addition of this new player to our board game nights is nice because they're eager to learn new things. So he joined us a couple weeks ago and we've played um, several games with him. What have we played? What did we we first introduced him to Marvel Legendary Deck Building, Mm -hmm. which he took a little bit to kind of get on to the building factor of how the Cards kind of stack onto each other in that game if you've played that. But I think he overall got it. We really thought we were going to all like totally lose against the... Why can't I think of what that's called? I was going to say the master, but it's not the master. The mastermind. The mastermind, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and the plots and stuff like that too. But we ended up winning and then he said he felt like he was kind of catching on to it at the end. He'd have to play it more to to be able to catch it all. Mm -hmm. And... You know, there are some features of that game that are that I agree. Like, as you add different expansions and things, it's true. You don't necessarily knew, knew. You don't necessarily know what some of the different expansions do or yeah. what they're introducing. Yeah, there's a lot of player powers and stuff like that to get used to and yeah. stuff. And we had to go back and read a lot of them ourselves because we hadn't played that game in a while either. So it was nice to get into the swing of things with that game. Yeah. One thing that I noticed and I was kind of, it was an interesting thing, interesting kind of topic and question that our buddy, Sean Epperson from thing 12 games, he actually posted on, I think board game geeks, Facebook page, but that he was talking about what's, what's a good game to introduce as your second, as somebody's second game, like in getting them to the hobby and stuff like that. And some people were picking a lot of ones that I would never pick as, like, the second game that you play because it feels like there's just so much complexity to stuff like that. So, you know, I'm thinking, like, you need to find some simpler things to kind of get them going into the hobby and then move on to the other stuff. Like what? Oh, I can't think off the top of my head. Hmm. But, like... It, it was like one of them, I think it was like Wingspan. And I like Wingspan, but there's a lot there going a, on there. Like even for me, sometimes I'm like, it's not an overwhelming game, but at the same time, I can see it be more of an overwhelming game for somebody who is not used to the concept of this triggering this, and you have to put this here, and then once this happens, you know what I mean? There's a lot to remember. And like even for him to play Marvel Legendary, it was like, okay, you have to play this card down first, and then this triggers this. So, you know, I had a really good string of cards that kind of played off of each other, and I walked him through it to have him, or to explain to him how it worked. And then he was like, oh, okay, 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 you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But, I mean, there's always going to be questions. Like, we still always, we still have questions on them. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first game. Did we... Oh, that night we didn't play any more because that one was... That one went late. That one went late. Yep. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second game night we had with um, him and Mike, we played Catan. Mm-hmm. 
And this was a newer game to us, actually. I think you and I had played it um, with Logan. You and Mike had played it, I think. Yeah, we a long time ago we found some two-player variant rules and we actually played it. And so we introduced this one to, his name is Jason. So we introduced this one to Jason. And he really liked this one. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, explained to him there's like other different things that you can add to. Do you add them to the base game? Yeah, it's they're basically expansions. Yeah. Yep. And so he was kind of stoked about that, but he really liked this game a lot. We all lost a lot of our resources. Yep. And then we finished that one early enough to be able to introduce him to the crew deep sea mission. Right? That's what that one's called. Yep. So, you know, just to, a little bit of a filler before it was time for them to go for the night. And that was a quick, easy one for him to learn because it's a trick-taking game. So if anyone's ever played a trick-taping <laughs> trick-taking game, they usually pick up on something like that. Just has a little bit of a twist to it. And then this past week, because yep. this will be the third week that we've had with him, we introduced him to Jamaica. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> so I would point it at Kurt because I wanted him to tell you. Jamaica. And we actually um, introduced Mike to Jamaica too because Kurt and I had learned Jamaica this past week or the week before or something like that because that was on our list of for our challenge for their shelf of opportunity mm-hmm. to play this year. So we learned how to play that. And so we introduced the two of them to that. Yeah. And they seemed to really like that game. Yep. So it was an easy to grasp kind of game for them to be able to play too. Mm-hmm. That one got done early. Yep. So we introduced them to, or them, him to what? Uh, Crazy Creatures of Dr. Gloom. It's an older, it's an older kind of uh, card game from Stronghold Games, where you have these machines that they're trying to, they're trying to uh, grow these monsters basically. And you, what you're doing is you're putting, depending upon if there's a plus or minus on the top of those machines, you put them in either ascending or descending order. With the caveat that if you want to change certain things, if you put the same number down on a certain spot, you can actually do one of two things. You can actually flip the machine to the opposite side. If it's a plus, you turn it to the minus. If you turn it minus, you turn it to a plus. Or if there's some extra cards left after you've dealt out your cards to all your people, depending upon how many players you have, then you can give them a card as well. That's one of the other options you could do. And basically what it is is getting rid of cards in your hand and then there's skulls on the top of these creature cards, on some of the creature cards, and then you're supposed to get the least amount of skulls in however many rounds it is to, uh, according to how many players you have. So if you had two if you had two rounds, if you had three players, three rounds, four players, four rounds. So that was a nice, fun game to get back to the table. I really like that game, so... It was yeah. cool to get Did, get that one. Didn't we review that game? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, like eons ago it feels like. So it might have been one of our first games because this game came out in 2012. Nice. I had to look it up while Kurt was telling you how to play it because I know it's an older game. It's kind of cool because it comes in a tin. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know if you can even buy it anymore, can you? Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see if you could, just because I really enjoy this game, and I... If if you if it's one of those things that you're at like a like an auction or if you could find it on eBay if it's not available or if you like I know Noble Knight Noble Knight Games they actually do like stuff that's out of print as well if you can find it give it a shot if you don't if you don't feel like it's too expensive for you because I I really enjoy it it's a nice fun game to bring it's interesting to the table. it's interesting because on BGG they it has a rating of five point six which Take it or leave it, I guess. Everyone feels differently about it. I didn't read what the reviews were on it. But um, just, I don't know. I It's always a really easy to learn kind of game. And easy to, to just pop in your bag or whatever and take it somewhere. Not necessarily for setup and things like that. Like to play. It's not a table hawk or anything like no, that. No, but no. it's not like... It's not like a 20-deck um, card game or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it's nice and it's easy to learn. Your kids could play it, but at the same time, like, you can introduce it to anybody. Yeah. I think we've played it with my parents before, and I think that they liked it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a fun and one. And if my parents like it, your parents will like it. <laughs> that's a commercial. Nice. Nice. So, so far, that's what we've introduced him to, and he really has become is becoming a fan and you know as we were talking about i think you said sean from think 12 games was talking about introducing people to gate like gateway games and stuff like that i was like oh i wonder if we should uh introduce them to quacks and i'm not sure why that came to the front of my head but i was like maybe it's just because i want to play quacks (laughs) (laughs) probably but uh, again that that one it's got a few things here and there but it's a it's a pretty easy to learn, easy to play game in itself, you know. Yeah. It's just remem- remembering the certain powers powers of all does those. Does Mike like tokens. that game? I think he does. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, because that was something I actually introduced to him recently too. Because oh, he hadn't played it. Yeah, because I was talking about. It, I was like, gosh, you know, I really like to play Quacks again, and he's like, I've never played it. I'm like, That's what? Right. You've never played it? What? Like, Cool. Yeah, I'm like I have not done my job if he hasn't played this great game. So yeah. Aww. So yeah. So it was nice to be able to have more players at the table because, you know, I I love playing with Tracy, but then there's no, you don't. I do. I'm just kidding. But then there's some of these games that like it would be it'd be great to see what they play at three and four players and stuff like that. You know. Instead of just introducing variants, not that there's nothing wrong with a variant, and you can play. I mean, I like them because you're able to play them with two players then and things like that. But it is nice to introduce new faces and things, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's part of our hodgepodge discussion. Mm -hmm. I know we alluded to wanting to talk about what we've been playing. So why don't we get into that? Sure. I always love when we both like take a breath and then we're like, okay, who's going to talk first? I don't know. Uh, We've been playing a lot of games lately. We've been getting some to the table, but we have also been playing on Board Game Arena quite a bit, which has been a nice little um, change of pace because lately me and Tracy have both been kind of struggling physically. So it kind of sucks when 
you know, when your body's not quite doing what you want it to do and you want to play games at the table and your body just is like, nope, sorry, not happening. So it's Today nice to this is going to hurt your back and tomorrow this is going to hurt something else. Yeah, exactly. So we've been kind of playing quite a bit and you've actually been playing a lot online by yourself, just playing against some online players and stuff like that. So how has that experience been going for you? It has been going good. I... I don't know. I just get, I, out of the blue, I decided that, you know, I didn't want to always ask you if you wanted to play something because you'd be doing something else or maybe you'd be editing the podcast or something like that. So I just would pop in, pull up Board Game Arena, see what I wanted to play. It doesn't seem, well, I try to pick some of the shorter games like, um, well, not shorter games, but games that I already was familiar with because I feel like I don't want to play against people that I don't know until I'm familiar with the game. At least that's my comfort level at this point. So, you know, I've played, what have I played? Lovecraft, or not Lovecraft. <laughs> I was like, what? I've that's played, a genre. I know. I've played, <laughs> I've played Love Letter. That's what I mean. I've played Lucky Numbers. I played Azul. I've played what else? Did you play Six Nimit on that? I have played Six Nimit. Yeah. And it's kind of fun because then I'll pick the different, I'll create tables and I'll pick the different number of people that I want to play against on there. Oh, I've played Castles of Burgundy against people too. Oh, nice. That one is a little bit of a longer game to play against other people, but it's kind of fun. Playing on Board Game Arena without playing with somebody that I know is actually not as scary as I thought it was going to be. And it should never be scary because everyone's there and they, they're all there for the same purpose. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about is that, you know, a lot of those, a lot of times those things are timed. And if you're having trouble thinking about certain moves and stuff like that, I'm kind of scared. I'm going to get in trouble for like taking too much time up. And I think that's like the only thing I'm really like scared of you know well yeah it depends on the person because there you've heard me say stuff before like oh come on (laughs) like these people are taking so long or whatever yeah you know and like everybody has that move where they're like "Hmm, what do i want to do but then again going for me if i'm able to try to do my next move ahead i will yeah. But some games are not able to do that. And so, or somebody foils your move. So I always try to be more than one step ahead. But you can't always plan ahead based on the game. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Some of those games you have to really like kind of play on your feet almost or on your toes, not on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yesterday, I, I played Love Letter for the first time. And that one goes fast and you like I mean because people definitely play their hands pretty fast and you really have to kind of watch what everyone's doing so that you can hopefully like nab somebody and ask them what card they have or like what like things like that so that you can kind of get them out yeah and so you really have to pay attention so I did play several games of that and then I was like I need to pay even more attention so that I can be like 
on top of my game to get them. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, that was interesting. That was like a new one. But otherwise, I have been sticking to the same games in there, and I should expand it some more. But yeah. yeah. It's fun. I mean, it's nice to, as a filler, while you're doing your other stuff. Yeah. But we, we do play a lot of the same ones together, too. Yeah. Yeah, like we've been playing like Azul and Lucky Numbers quite a bit lately. I, I know we've talked about Castle of, of Bur- Castles of Burgundy like a ton, so I'm not going to We haven't played that for a while, though. I know, but yeah. we had. No, I'm just saying. And um, But we've been playing Azul and Lucky Numbers quite a bit, and then we decided to uh, go to our local board game store today as we're recording this, and we found the, what is it called? The cho- Chocolatier. Chocolatier. Version of Azul because we played that variant on Board Game Arena yesterday. And that is different. I mean, yes, some people don't like, hey, we have this, and then they just did a little ver- version change of it or whatever. But we have several versions of Azul. Yeah, we love every version of them. Too. Yeah, some more than others, you know, like you're always going to have one that's like your favorite. Yeah, for sure. But we added that one, and that one. If you've never played it, give it a try. If you have Board Game Arena, give it a try. There's just a checkbox in there to play the variant for Chocolatier. 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 <laughs> and, like, it moves uh, tiles to different uh, factories. And there's a lot of different things that that one does that we I've never seen in any of the other Azul games. And it's good. Yeah. Like, our favorite one is Stained Glass of Sintra. Yep. Which is absolutely different from the original Azul and different from, what is the other one? Summer Queen's, Pavilion? Yeah. Queen, we don't have the Queen's one. Queen's Gambit, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it is different. It's not though. Queen's Gambit. I think that's what it's called. Is it? I don't know. The Queen one whatever. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, But like there, I think that might be the only one we don't, don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Every other version Yeah, much. we do. Which is okay. Because if you love something, it's okay to have different versions of yep. it. So we'll check out the the chocolatier version in person now that board game arena did all the work for us by moving tiles over based on how the factories look and stuff like that because that's the nice part about having board game arena is they do all the setup takedown (laughs) like (laughs) movement of stuff like that's one thing i maybe don't miss about playing a physical game. Yeah. I like the satisfaction of having the physical pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. The quality of those, but I don't miss having to do the thinking when it comes to tabulating points and stuff because it's like, boop, boop, boop. Here, yeah. Here's the... Which is funny because if you learn a game on Board Game Arena and then you play it in real life, then you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I have to tabulate now, you know? Well, I know. If you're not used to it. Yeah, like I have to do the work. Ah. Yeah. Silly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing on there, which is unusual for me to say because I don't feel like that seemed like that was anything that I would normally do. So, I'm kind of proud of myself. That's awesome. Yeah. And then another thing we've been doing is we've been kicking uh, kicking butt on our uh, BG Stats Challenge of our uh, Shelf of Opportunity by playing some of the games that um, we haven't played yet, which include Jamaica. What else have we been playing? We played Apollo. 
uh, a game inspired by NASA moon missions. We played a couple of expansions of Welkin 2. We did the winter and the... We only played the winter one. Oh, we only did? I thought we played the other one eventually, no. too. No, we only played the winter oh, one. Because boo. our bodies hurt. No, that's true. Because we're old. We played a game called Four Gardens, which we randomly miscellaneously picked up at a board game store. Not a board game store. Bookstore. Um, quite a while ago. Yeah. We knew nothing about this. I'm still uncertain how I feel about this game. Yeah, me same. I me same. <laughs> I me Tarzan, you Jane. Yes. Me Jane, you Tarzan. Yep. Um, this one's interesting for any of you who have played it before. For those of you who have not heard of it, we hadn't heard of it, and it has like a stackable, rotating, almost totem pole like thing. That has different resources. It's a, it's a. Is it is a it? temple? It's kind of. Yeah. What do they call it? Pagoda. Pagoda. They're, it's a pagoda. And there's just it's you have to build panoramas and do all these different things and it wasn't what I expected. I'd like to play it again to see if it shapes out. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kurt already talked about Jamaica. We played several versions of cartographers, like our map packs that we have, like Undercity, Neblis, and Afril. Afril. Or whatever. <laughs> I can't pronounce. Rolling Realms. And the Haunted Mansion, Disney the Haunted Mansion, Call of the Spirits game. Much more fun. Than I expected that one to be. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those that when we, when we played it, I was kind of like, you know, there's some of those Disney games out there, and like they're good to play with your kids and stuff like that. But then you know, if you want to play them with adults, they're you know kind of, they're not boring, but they're not as challenging, you know. But I felt like that one was had a really good challenge to it. And I think we bought this. Well, I bought this one. Um, because we were going to play games on Halloween one night, and we only had a couple Halloween game or Halloween themed games like Ghostal and stuff. So we bought the Haunted Mansion too, and then we never even played it. <laughs> and like we never even opened it. No. So, um, but I think we're kind of kicking butt on the shelf of Opportunity Challenge. We've played forty three percent of our games, so twenty nine of them that equals. Out of 67? Out of 67, yep. Yeah. And we have 140 days left. Or 148 days left. Gotcha. So I think we're doing really, really good. Yeah, for sure. We've never um, actually stuck with one of these challenges we've ever set up. So I think we're, like, by far doing much better than we've ever done. For sure. And I think the other one, we just kind of forgot about it. You know, it wasn't we weren't keeping up with it. We just kind of... Let it kind of go by the wayside almost. Well, like. I think we also had two. Oh. Um, and I think we were trying to do two at the same time. Gotcha. And so we were crazy. Yeah. Well, and this one's a big chunky one. So it's like, you know, we can't have another challenge, I feel like, with this one. Unless it was like a super small challenge that would be a little easier to fulfill. You know, that kind of thing. Well, I think it's nice, too, because it... I think this is a perfect one because it gives us a chance to play those games that we've had sitting around. Um, one thing we did do when we added on this challenge was 
we were adding games that we were just buying, which is kind of weird. I don't know why we did that. But it actually allows for us to play them right away. Yeah. Too. Because we often buy games and we don't play them right away. Like, case in point, like, we went to a board game store today, like Kurt referenced, and we were looking at games and stuff, and I said, hey, did we did we buy Flamecraft? <laughs> it was what I said to Kurt when we were there, and he goes, yeah, we bought it the last time we were here, and I'm like, oh, kind of an example of, like, how we should probably play that. Yeah. Which, we didn't buy it, like, that long ago. No. But I thought, oh, my gosh, I don't even remember that we bought it. Yeah. And I know that pe- there's been people that have bought a game and, and been like, oh, oh, we have that game. I think we did that. We did that. <laughs> what did we do that with? I can't remember. Uh, um, I think one of them was I ordered the wrong version of, um, what is that one game? Horrified. That was an accident. Yeah. I meant to order American Monsters, oh, and yeah, I ordered the right. original. That's right. But I actually think we did it with an actual board we game, did. too. Yeah, but that was another a long time board ago, game. so I don't remember. Yeah. But we only did it the one time on yeah. accident. Yeah. So, but, but this one, I was like, I know we... I think where I was stuck was I knew we talked about Flamecraft. Yeah. Because I was seeing... It was when there was, like, tons of talk of Flamecraft and things like that. And then we ended up going to our local board game store and we bought it. But I forgot that we actually decided to buy it because we were talking about a lot of different games. Yeah, for sure. So I should be forgiven. You are. Thanks. Um, I, the king of the MFG cast, have forgiven you for your crimes oh, against the board game community. Okay. I don't know where that king was from. Of the I MFG, did it anyway. King of the MFG cast. Yeah. Speaking of, here's some more hodgepodge. Um, speaking of going to the board game store today, um, do you want to tell them what we bought? I don't know. That's random, but. Oh, okay. Hey, I told you this is that a is hodgepodge. hodgepodge. Yeah. We were do- were hodgepodge, we done talking hodgepodge. about this? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. for sure. Let's... So this is what so... we're, we're going to talk about this now. We, uh-huh. It's so we bought... we're squirreling all over the place. We You're are. welcome. We are. What did we? What did we buy? I don't know. What did you buy? We bought. You paid for it. I did, but of course I don't remember now because I have the worst memory in the world. Well, do you want me to talk about it? Oh, do you remember? Maybe. Okay, what did we get? We bought an expansion for Clank. Ah, that's right. Which one? The Adventures... Cool. Adventuring Party. Adventuring Party. Sorry, I just had to think about it. We... Kurt got me all excited because he said clank has legacy we should look at that and then we went and looked at it and it was huge and so was the huge price. equals <laughs> huge price yeah and there was no way we were going to pay 109 dollars. yeah however it was 20 percent off but still there's no way we were going to pay 90 dollars. yeah just a, just a lot of money for one game at the moment maybe if well, i had a couple of gift cards to use i could do that well that and the fact that it's a legacy game. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then you're getting rid of it as soon as you're done with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a bummer. But we did buy an expansion for Clank. We bought a couple gifts for Mike for his birthday, so we won't talk about that. Oh, and then we got a two-player game 
from Pandasaurus Games. Sorry about the motorcycle people because they suck on our street. They uh, think they're hot. Yeah, and they go way too fast. Uh, it's called District Noir. It's kind of a. Uh, it's a. It's kind of a. It's a card playing two play. <sighs> it's a two player card game where you are trying to kind of uh, be the king of the city, I think, or something like that. I can't remember exactly what what the background is, but I, I had seen a few things on this, and they kind of looked pretty cool, so I wanted to try it out. So we got that, uh, and then you wanted one other thing as well. What did we end up getting? I can get up this look. Oh, we bought Azul. Oh, we because we, we talked game. about that. The whole reason why we kind of came then, back to this. I think that's right because then that's and then we got two things from Mike. Yes, right. Yep. So that's right because we got five things. Yep. And then we bought a lot of cool candy. Um, we bought razzles, so we were razzle dazzled, <laughs> and that's not game related, and I don't care. Yeah. And there's probably nobody else that's going to even know what those are. Oh, there are. And if you know what they are, you let Kurt know you know Please, what they are. Because I don't believe that, sh- that that anybody listening to this will know. Shut up. <laughs> they, they go from candy to gum, my they friends. Aw- they are awesome. And they they're... have not changed the packaging on these babies since I can remember if they ever have. Back in my day, gum used to cost a nickel. Sorry. I now these cost $1.95 for a package. Mm-hmm. But... If you know what a razzle is, you let Kurt know please. to suck it. Yes, please let let me know. I want to know if anybody else in the whole world even knows what these are. Besides you and me. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sad for you. My feelings. Yeah, I know. My heart is broken. It's okay. It's just It's just candy that turns into gum. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. They reference it on uh, uh, thirteen going on thirty. Oh, so now there's we're a, there's a fact. That was like so now we're hodgepodging into other yeah from genres candy of to movies. Yes. Told ya. Right. I told Kurt we should first. I gave him the idea that we should call this episode hodgepodge, and then I said, well, maybe not. Maybe we should just call it shenanigans. And he's like, well, what about hodgepodge? Yeah, but like shenanigans is more like trickery. I know. I just like to say the word shenanigans. Yes. yes. If you say shenanigans one more time, I'm going to lose it. Shenanigans! (laughs) That's from Super Troopers. All right. So enough talking about movies. We've hodgepodged it enough, I think. Let's talk about candy turning to gum. (laughs) He said we just can't talk about movies. Yes, I know. I know. Again, thanks to everybody for listening to another episode. We always appreciate your listenage. Uh, if what? this is something... If, is that like pilgrimage? Yes. No, it's not. If you feel like this is something that you really love, tell your family, tell your grandma. That's something I haven't said in a long time. Tell your grandma. Have I was you just ever love. said tell your grandma? Back when we first started t- talking about a long time ago, every time I would try to get people to listen to this, I'd say, tell everyone, tell your neighbor, tell your mailman, tell your grandma. <laughs> yeah, I'm dumb. But Do I you still hear like me not that. laughing? Ha ha ha, it's funny. Razzle dazzle. All right. That part is great. No. Until See, next time. Going to cereal. What? <laughs> Don't eat the tiger. Oh my God, that's enough. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry we've lost you all. 
And until, Hodgepodge. Until next time, I'm Kurt. <laughs> and I'm Tracy. And this was, thank God, the MFG cast. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.